0: I love Do not typing. mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How <laughs> you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, <laughs> they say you are what you eat. Cheer up. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is yeah. we know boardroom or ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this film. nasty luther like a different luther it's not just lena being mean
1: no <laughs> helen slater here so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called supergirl radio yes! welcome to supergirl radio your source for all things related to the character of cara Zorel. my name is rebecca johnson i'm morgan glennon And we are live and wired on the DC TV Podcast YouTube channel and the Supergirl Radio Facebook page to discuss and review DC Showcase Adam Strange. Now, if you would also like to watch it and you have not already, you can find this short as a special feature on the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War Blu-ray. But if you don't have that, you can also watch it on Max. But there is a trick. It (laughs) It is a hidden feature. In uh, Batman Death in the Family. So cue up Batman Death
0: in the Family. And go to about 46 minutes in. You'll find find you Showcase. Deep in. You (laughs) might ask yourself. But it says it's Batman Death in the Family. No. Not really. (laughs) Uh, Not exclusively. Uh, They're (laughs) just like a collection of shorts. It's like. (laughs) You get like a half an hour in. And then it's just all a bunch of shorts for some reason. (laughs) Why would they not mention that? Like in the naming convention beats me it's it's just a fun little easter egg so it's just uh, fun you start it you start it to watch batman and before you know it there's adam you know, what he's doing there we're not really sure who knows? And, uh, <laughs> we only discovered this last
1: week when we were talking about ways to watch it and uh we found a reddit thread that mentioned it so it's a good thing morgan looked up reddit to see what they were saying because that's how we found the hidden feature in Batman Death and the Family. So if you want to uh, watch it, you could even watch it uh, before we talk about it because we're gonna be talking about some news. So you could, if you wanted to, you could go if you to, to, to break Max. right now.
0: <laughs> you could go to max right now watch it it's pretty short yeah. watch it it's like 15 minutes maximum <laughs> and you could come right
1: back <laughs> so batman death in the family about 46 minutes in you'll hit adam strange there's a couple of other ones in there i think phantom strangers in there. Uh death I think, so. I think related to sandman maybe uh is in there so Lots you you really get your money's worth with Batman: Death in the Family on Max.
0: Apparently, what a su- what a delightful surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Put that on thinking you were watching a Batman thing.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, you know the, nothing brings people to DC Comics like Batman. So you okay. really, if you want to introduce them to new characters, you really got how you got you got to hook yeah. them with
0: Batman. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so we will be talking about that, but because of uh, something that dropped. Uh, just a few hours ago, we will be getting to the news. Warner Brothers Entertainment released an official trailer for Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 2. And uh, so I thought maybe we could uh, just, you know, live and wired, uh, look at the trailer and maybe uh, react to it and see what we think. If you could maybe full screen it on your end. Yeah, I see sure if, can. Let's see if you, uh, see is that, does that help? Yes, that is perfect. Okay. All and, right. And uh, did you also check the uh, share audio thing? You I know? did not. Oh, How okay. do I do that? <laughs> uh, so I guess, uh, take it, let's see. Uh, can you, uh, no, I just, there's a little um, button on the device down below in StreamYard. There's a little speaker thing that may... It's, play it and see if it, see if it uh, makes any sounds. All right. Yeah. Let's, 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 this is a live it production.
0: Looks like it looks like it's on hold on sec- uh, a second. <laughs> let's see. Yes. Okay. I hear sound. psycho pirate. You have a role to play in the crisis to come.
1: Okay. Stop it. Stop it real quick. Stop it real quick. Okay. I will. pause it. Okay. Although so more the DC logo. Yes. That's a great way to pause it. Um, do you know anything about Psycho Pirate, Morgan? He liked
0: his outfit last time. Oh, yes, yes. We got a little bit of a tease of Psycho Pirate. He made his own outfit and he was like, that's right. Psycho Pirate looks good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Besides that, no, nothing.
1: <laughs> so uh, I don't know a ton about him, but in re- rereading Crisis a little bit for these animated movies that are we're going to be talking about, um, he control. He can control emotions. So oh. he, he can uh, make people angrier. He can m- make people feel sad. Um, so I don't really, uh, I mean, I guess you could really manipulate people with that. But uh, so that is uh, he, the part, I guess, he plays in crisis that is that he can control emotions. So, and feel free to stop it if you have a question as we go through this. I'm story. sure
0: I will have many. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Let's keep going. Get back in there. I've got contact. Code red. Kara, your friends are in mortal peril, but there is something we can do. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Who is that guy talking to (laughs) her? I think it's the monitor. Okay. Okay, that does make sense. I couldn't remember what the monitor looked like. Yes. So I think
1: if... Okay. The, the the very confusing thing about the Crisis animated movie is that it's very different from the comic book. So it uh so so I'm not really sure where they're gonna go with this, but in the part in part one, they had Supergirl be Harbinger. And the big thing That's about right. <laughs> the big thing about Harbinger and Crisis is that she murders the monitor. So I think that this trailer is hinting. Ooh. At that, so if you're harbinger, if you're a harbinger, you might be killing the monitor.
0: Oh, so, uh,
1: so we'll we'll see if we get uh, to the end of this trailer if we think there's a tease of that.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be looking out for it now. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with her eyes though. Not good. <laughs> Reporting an unusual development from Earth two.
1: Lots of shadow Let there creatures. And yeah, there was light got about a million other demons these lights continue back. to come in all universes to each of their <laughs> earths.
0: what we thought was an antimatter tsunami turned out to be an ongoing storm without any predictable pattern
1: wave
0: Oh. another okay so i have some yes. questions okay the, the little towers isn't that the tower that the flash like saved in the last movie yes, I think that that's
1: the same kind of tower the okay. one where like he and Iris I guess were like building it her whole lifetime
0: or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Tend laughs> which a up lot one. of a lot of effort a little ta- a little bit of time and effort into those yeah. towers. <laughs> seems like they're not working this time though yeah I don't really I the you towers know? almost felt bad to me like they were doing something <laughs> something bad. I'll be honest. I and this is a
1: this is a true confession from a, a a comic book reader. I don't fully understand the purpose of the towers in crisis. They they they're there in the the Arrowverse version, they're in the comic book version, but I don't fully understand why they're there. I guess maybe the anti-monitor can trigger the I don't know. I don't really know. So don't I, I also
0: don't, don't know
1: monitors. Maybe we could look at uh, not the monitors, the, the towers. Uh, maybe we could look them up and see if we can, if somebody in the chat or if somebody in the comment section uh, can let us know what the purpose of the towers, even I
0: used <laughs> about their purpose. Pretty fuzzy on them. Pretty fuzzy on them, to yeah, be honest. I'm, the crisis, there's a lot going on in crisis. So in. much. Okay, I'm back to the trailer. Yes, let's go. Universe lost. You think he just happened to be in the neighborhood when your planet blew up.
1: What do you saying? Okay, all right. Okay, go go okay. back to that because he said yeah. something about when her planet bro- blows up.
0: Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna scroll on back. To is he insinuating part. that? He's so that dramatic looking. Is, okay, I feel like he's insinuating that like the anti monitor blew is the up cause for Krypton, krypton? but it uh, feels like that. Yeah. Let's, okay. Let's see. But that's kind of what that's kind of what I took from it. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that, because I kind of like the story of Krypton being like a story of like hubris. Right. Like yeah, that, they, right. that they ignored all the signs that something bad was going to happen. And then the planet blew up and it was their fault. I feel like that's more interesting than like a bad guy did it.
1: May, maybe maybe somebody is messing with her.
0: Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. But
1: it also looks like just looking at the the sequence of events that's happening, because Supergirl did not have her super suit in part one. But no, here we've seen her super suit. So she must get it in part two. I don't know if she gets it from uh uh, is the monitor still doling out super suits? I don't know. But uh, it looks like she goes from her, like, harbinger-looking thing to the super suit at some point. So that's interesting to me. Okay. Let's get
0: back into it.
1: <laughs> yeah. my Mind the Gap says in the chat that maybe the psycho pirate is screwing with Kara's perception. Ooh. So that could be he can manipulate your emotions.
0: I didn't even. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't would, that. That would be very emotional. For and Clark. he is like talking to her. He's kind of the one saying it. So, yeah. huh. that could I don't know if I would be. trust that pirate. No, that well dressed pirate. It's <laughs> 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 lost. You think he just happened to be in the neighborhood when your planet blew up? What do you say? Sure. What Damn. have you done? I'm just broadcasting hate, fear, distrust. Oh, you've made a misery out of my adolescence.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel like I, Ro- I feel like Robin would say that anyway. Maybe not be, being being manipulated I by the
0: part. <laughs> I wanted to pause it just to like to really fully like drink in like Robin being like, I don't like you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, also funny because in in um in part one, there's like a whole thing about how like Batman is like, oh, on some uni- in some universe, like I took this kid in and like but that wasn't like the Batman that we were talking the batman we were talking to like hadn't taken in Robin, right because so uh
1: they uh uh they went to Barry's house.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. weird. That's like now we're like diving into like the other Batman, and it was like it was supposed to. It kind of felt like in part one, it was like, oh, look at like th- he should. This is what you should have done. Like you should have yeah. taken in Robin, and then in part two, Robin's like, actually, this sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, i i'm I'm. I'll, I'll be very uh, interested in knowing which Batman is which. Maybe once we get through our Tomorrowverse. <laughs> uh, watch through, maybe we'll understand It'll all make sense, sense Yeah, it, it, Everything's going to connect.
0: It's going to be so good when it's all connected <laughs> yeah. and everything. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> now, I also have a thought um as to why maybe uh, as we were watching the trailer, I was thinking about Psycho Pirate and uh, how, why he would be manipulating Kara. Maybe that plays into her if they stay true to the comic when Harbinger kills the monitor maybe that's him sort of messing with her in order to get her to kill the monitor that's like planting that seed to i don't know that's just a thought i had all right
0: all right let's let's get in here we need to fight the shadows not each other you're the only one who can save the universe how
1: Bite back. Yeah, he's vulnerable. manipulating her somehow Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: All living things in all realities are about to die. Welcome to
1: hell. What if I? Done? Oh, is that Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond?
0: I don't know. Uh, wait, which one? Uh, there were t- there were two
1: uh, Bat characters like kicking the camera. Okay, let's see. That's interesting if it is. What's it? Uh, 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 go forward, go maybe. Yeah, you might have gone okay, too far. I'll start, I'll start. Here. Although, I do, I do like that I he says that is gonna
0: save. I know, she's oh, the key. Teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All realities are about to die. What in the hell?
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think that is Harry McGinnis. I so, think- Super, Supergirl is holding a dead body, I think.
0: Ooh, yeah, it seemed like it.
1: So now, I, think, I think maybe she might kill the monitor in part two.
0: Ooh. Now, again, what we want to do is we want to look for it on digital. <laughs> when should we look for it? Where? Digital. When? <laughs> Still do not know. Uh, it seems weird to be like, here's a trailer. And you're like, cool. The, the most important part of a trailer is when can I see the thing? And that... <laughs> arguably is not in this trailer. It's just like, be on the, be ready at any moment. (laughs) Look for it. Be just be looking for it. it. Be ready all the time. (laughs) Every corner you turn around, it could be there (laughs) on digital. (laughs)
1: Not real helpful for us uh, with our tomorrowverse watching. It would be nice to be able to schedule things
0: around this. It sure would uh, be. Like, what if? What if it? Like, my fear as I was watching this trailer was it was going to say available now. <laughs> <laughs> and i was gonna be like ah and then like a string of like beep.
1: <laughs> yeah it would be really nice apparently some people say that there is a date uh tevi says it comes out april 23rd oh okay. that would have been nice to know in the trailer that's,
0: i even looked a in date.
1: the uh look in the video description on youtube Ooh, i don't think it's in the question. i don't think it's in the video description
0: i'm going to exit full screen so i don't think so it's in can... there I tried See, to look in there it's earlier. In the video description. I mean,
1: maybe you put it in the caption. Maybe you put it in the I video have... description. But it's where not... could
0: it be? It's not in. It's not anywhere I'm seeing. <laughs> uh, unless they're like, what if it was just like in the middle of this block of text, just like available April twenty third. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. So uh, Tevya thinks it's April twenty third. So we'll 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 maybe be watching. We'll be looking out in late April to see if it uh, shows up. But it is weird that they don't put that in the trailer, or at least in the video description.
0: Uh, uh, Kenny in the chat says it comes out on physical media.
1: How are you 23rd. all finding this information?
0: You fi- yeah. Do you We're have an trapped. inside source? <laughs> They've, they've called the WB themselves and they've confirmed, I don't know, I was, I was looking in the, what I thought would be the easiest place to look, the trailer, and it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't there, uh, but we're hearing April 23rd.
1: All right, uh, so we
0: will be April checking that out. 23 Just doing a quick, just doing a quick Google.
1: While, while you do that, I'm going to hop into the chat and address some, uh, live chat comments. Um, Uh,
0: yeah. So IGN says, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 2 will be available on digital April 23rd, 2024. So So I guess they, I guess they put
1: that out in a press release, but didn't bother to put it in the trailer. In
0: the trailer, which is a, a, just a startling decision. (laughs) What a strange choice. You you think that like people who are Googling are very, very um like into it. They're like they can't wait. People who maybe see the trailer and think, oh, that could be cool. Now they have no frame of reference for me. when and where. When There's not even like a website it? to find this information. No. Would you like more information? I mean, you have Google. <laughs> <laughs> Typically with- what Give if it said underneath person. it? Just said, when? Google it. <laughs> like, like just kind of like aggressively. And then like one of those smiley faces that's rolling its eyes. Google it. <laughs> uh they don't want to put that extra work into
1: it. Cause normally a trailer's no. put uh how you can watch it, like in theaters, uh, like a date April 23rd, and they put like a website at the bottom, yeah. like wb.com or whatever they want to (laughs) wear brothers.com use something something in there uh but yeah so uh let's see taking some chat comments uh mind the gap says just because it's the same costume doesn't mean it's terry mcginnis uh from batman beyond also spotted Kamandi and the last boy and his animal friends which we will get to uh during our tomorrow verse (laughs) watch so we will know all about that when we get there uh, let's see. Tevia also says, I still don't understand why Kara turned uh, Kara or Supergirl turned into harbinger. We don't either. Uh, hopefully that will be explained in part two. Uh, uh, Rachel says, or asks, are we sure it's the monitor that Kara's is holding? Not sure, but that's just my speculation. Um, so, uh, let, let us know if you see something differently. Uh, Let's see. I think those are all the. Well, let's see. There is a question from Tevye. Uh, Do you believe Supergirl will destroy a Psycho Pirate? Uh, mm. well, I don't know. I mean, if she kills Monitor,
0: maybe she gets into like a real. She's like bad place. Listen. Now I'm just. Now I'm just a killing machine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be stopped. Uh, yeah, I could absolutely see like if she got manipulated into doing something uh, that. She didn't maybe want to do um, that. She could then turn on our good pal, our couture legend, like, <laughs> psychopirate. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, if he's uh, telling her that her planet was uh, blown up uh, by uh, inaccurate or false, uh, uh, a false scenario, she could be uh, pretty upset about that. So we'll see how that goes. Well, uh, I think that's going to take us out of the official trailer for Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 2, which uh, apparently comes out April 23rd. So uh, we are now going to be talking about another... uh, 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 What am I trying to say? Another feature in the Tomorrowverse universe... Uh, which is the DC showcase of Adam Strange. So the IMDb uh, description for this reads, quote, on a mining ice planet, Adam Strange awaits his chance to return to his old world, no, his own world while drinking himself to oblivion. When the miners unleash a deadly force, things take a horrific turn, unquote. So Morgan, Morgan, I have uh, a question. I feel like we just need to like lay the groundwork before we get into the discussion of the actual merits of the short. Yeah, is uh, what d- did you know uh, about Adam Strange? Had you been been an Adam Strange fan? What did what did you know about him before watching this sh- this showcase?
0: I know nothing. I knew n- <laughs> I knew nothing. And I continue to know nothing <laughs> about, <laughs> about Adam Strange. No, I, uh, I really didn't know anything about the character. And I was like, okay, let's find out about this guy. Um, I wouldn't say that this short is particularly new viewer friendly mm. when it comes to Adam Strange. Because I found myself asking a lot of questions that were not answered by the short in my mind. Um, I actually watched the short... Over like my lunch. And I was just like, huh. Uh, And I felt, I was like, listen, I can't bring that, I can't bring that energy. Uh, Can't bring that energy to the podcast. I'm going to do like Rebecca does. Oh, Rebecca, I watched this short twice. Oh, look at you. I watched it two times. I was like, you know what? Maybe I was eating my lunch. I looked down. I missed an important point. It's It could be user error could be user error, and some of it was uh, because I did understand more the second time around. I'll be honest. Um, but still not, not a ton, not a ton. And I decided that it would be fun to come in with only this knowledge of Adam strange. I I was like, I could Google it, but I'm not going to, I am going to experience it as if I had put on Batman death in the family. (laughs) Excited to find out more about Batman and was just somewhat against my will introduced (laughs) to Adam Strange. How would this have been as an introduction? And my answer is, eh. (laughs) So-so, I guess. (laughs) So
1: what questions... Should we try to find answers to? What, so, what, what?
0: <laughs> so many? I have so many, like almost an infinite amount of questions. <laughs> Let's go. Just start start giving them to me. What's his deal? Does he have <laughs> powers? Uh, what's up with the Zeta beam? Uh, I had so many questions about the Zeta beam. Um, <laughs> it does it just occasionally pop up sort of when he's you know, something's got him down in the dumps or something, and just transform and just transports him into a new place. Does it always take him to the same place uh, all the time? Does it take him to a new location? What made him think that the Zeta Beam was going to bring him back to his daughter? What planet was he on when? <laughs> His daughter died. Why are the Hawk people evil? Hawk bro, why you do me that way? Uh, uh, I probably have more, but I'm just gonna kind of cap it at those ones. <laughs> oh, great questions! Thank you. <laughs> oh, Fair, thank you. Ooh, okay, I Is can't wait to do- <laughs> suit base powers. or Okay, no, I said I was done and I'm done. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to cut that into a clip later. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so I don't know a ton, just to to uh, be transparent. I knew of Adam Strange a little bit from the Sci-Fi Krypton show. And Adam Strange in that really isn't the Adam Strange of the comics. He's just kind of known as Adam Strange. And sometimes he talks about Adam Strange things. Um, but from what I understand... And I say I understand because I pulled this from, like, the DC uh, fandom w- wiki. The Zeta Beam is a teleportation ray developed on the planet Ran, or Ron, I think is how they pronounced it in the showcase. Um, so I think the planet where he is with his dying wife, yes. my speculation is that that is Ron.
0: Is that, is that his planet? Like, is that where he grew up? Or did he just end up there from another Zeta Beam situation? Is this like a, and why only him?
1: (laughs) So uh, from what I understand, and I really, after I read this description on a DC wiki, I was like, I've got to read more Adam Strange. (laughs) I think he's an earthling and he is an archaeologist. And I was like, Oh, really? Oh, hey. Okay. All right. Indiana Jones. Because
0: I know some things <laughs> about archaeology uh, from my day job. So um, I so just saw Mind the Gap says uh, the beam teleports Adam from Earth to Ron. Uh, it takes him from weeks to months at a time.
1: Yes. So uh that is very similar to what I discovered um the uh, wiki also said it is responsible for transporting Adam Strange to and from the alien world where he is considered a hero. Years ago, it, it goes on. Would you like me to continue on? Sure. Let's
0: let's get into this. <laughs> years,
1: years ago, the scientist Sardath developed a ray d- designed to communicate with alien life forms ac- across vast dis- distances. Known as a zeta beam, this ray became infused with radioactive energy, which sounds terrible. <laughs> that and evolved bad for you. For sure. And it, <laughs> and it evolved into a teleportation beam. The beam reached the planet Earth where it struck archaeologist Adam Strange transport tele- him 25 trillion miles through space to the planet ron sardath explained to adam that once the zeta beam radiation wears off he would instantly teleport back to his point of origin so that makes me think that during this showcase when he is trying to get the zeta beam he's like doing all these calculations just to figure out when the zeta beam's coming back i guess it had the radiation hadn't worn off yet and so once the radiation on him wore off, maybe that's when the Zeta Beam was like, I'm coming back, man. Coming back for yeah. you. <laughs>
0: you got to uh, be glowing forever.
1: <laughs> so that, I guess, I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah, I think that's kind of the, the the basic thing you need to know about the Zeta
0: Beam. Uh, Mind the Gap says, in Young Justice, they use the Zeta Beam for transportation from Earth to the watchtower. I don't think I got to that part in Young Justice, um, because I I think I only got to like early season two. But if you went back and watched Young Justice, you'd be like, I'm all friends with the Zeta Beam. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. When I finally get back and I catch up with Young Justice, I'm like Zeta Beam. I got this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, what do you what do you make of um, Adam Strange? and his journey in, in this short.
0: Yeah. So he like starts out as like, um, I'd say like a drunk guy at the bar. He's kind of like, he's kind of grumpy, The the old version. Yeah. He's kind of grumpy. And then you learn that, you know, back in the day, the the winged people destroyed his whole planet the, Thana, the thanagarians the thanagarians you know how they love to uh, like the, the hawk people the hawk yes. people uh and i personally i was shocked at this turn of events because <laughs> because hawk bro uh very big part of the legends of tomorrow in that he wasn't that big of a part of the legends of tomorrow honestly <laughs> uh but uh hawk girl was she she used to be a barista and then she wasn't anymore. And that was like <laughs> a big part of her story. Uh, <laughs> but uh, honestly, Hawk Girl was a big part of season one of legends of tomorrow. Kind of a bummer for her that she didn't get to be in like the good seasons, but she was like a big character. So it's was like, wait a minute. Why, why are they killing all the people? Are, are the Hawk people bad? So I don't know the
1: full story about it, but in the comics, there was a war with the Thanagarians. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if Adam Strange and the Ron, the Ron people, the Ronians, whoever they call themselves. <laughs> uh, but I think there was a war between Ron and the oh. Thanagarians. So I think that's based in the comic book mythology.
0: Cause the um, I I had the closed captions on, and it was like Hawkman goes blah, and I was like, <laughs> not an not an exact quote. I want to just be clear, but you know the gist. Yes. And I was like, I went Hawkman. <laughs> So it
1: did confirm that that character he killed was Hawkman?
0: I, I feel like I feel like somebody was transcribing, was just like, that guy looks like a hawk. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's formally our Hawkbro or just a Hawkbro, you know? But, I, but again, this is like why it threw me off. And I was like, wait a minute, Hawkman?
1: Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Adam Strange, the young Adam Strange, like he's got the jetpack, he's got the ray gun. Those are all very uh quintessential adam strange uh pieces of equipment that he has so uh he really took down some some thanagarian hawk people and if he took out a hawk man that's pretty impressive although he does end up with a a scar on uh, covering his right eye uh through that situation which to me signals you're a villain now uh, but yeah,
0: <laughs> usually, 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 like the scar rate. I think this is like you know we've been disney Disneyfied, but like the scar over the eye. I just think of Scar from The Lion King, and I'm like, don't trust that dude. Yeah, no, he's
1: gonna murder your father, and <laughs> and and then probably sing a song about it. Uh, I mean, uh, scars are you know pretty traditional with with villains, which feels a little unfair to people who actually have scars on their their faces. Uh, Tina Fey famously. Uh, was in a, a knife accident and has a scar on one side of her face. So she's not a villain.
0: Um, no, most people with scars aren't unless you are in a Disney movie. And then I'm sorry to say, probably you are a villain uh, or you're on a magical
1: Island and your name is John Locke. And, that, a, and you probably have a little bit of a scar.
0: Villain or misunderstood. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him what he can't do. Don't tell him what he can't do. Uh, I just saw uh, in the chat, uh that it says, uh by the way, apparently Adam Strange showcase, uh this one connects to the Green Lantern movie. Oh, good to so, know. Bully for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh Morgan uh famously does not care for Green Lantern.
0: But you know what? This this next this <laughs> movie that we're gonna watch, maybe that's gonna turn it all around. It's gonna for change you your never life. Know. <laughs> Yes, uh, we will. Uh,
1: we will have to keep that in mind when we watch when we get to the Green Lantern movie. So I'm glad that we watched that then, so that we'll have that context uh, for things. Uh, let's see. I think there was some other stuff. Uh, Tevye says uh, Hawkman was also in Justice Society World War II, which I believe we will be watching next. Uh, so maybe we'll find out what's going on with the Hawks. Oh,
0: okay that that's that's exciting. Now I'm, now I'm hyped.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll know more about that. Uh, let's see. Mind the cap says. I think the hawk people became darker in Tim Truman's Hawk World. Oh, there's a there's a, is this a
0: comic book series? Hawk World? Huh, maybe with Hawkman and Hawkwoman. The good ones this? Huh. Interesting hawk world. I mean, I do kind of want to know more about the, the Hawk people. This could be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a three issue limited series written and uh, drawn by Timothy Truman uh, published in 89. Oh, three, three issues. That's doable. That we could do that. <laughs> 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 what if Can we, we connect it to Supergirl? Somehow? People come back and it's like, it's the Hawk people podcast. <laughs> We just became super fans. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
1: uh, Let's see. Also, uh, Rachel says, I think Adam Strange didn't get a jetpack in Krypton until literally that last episode of season two. So you're about him not really being like Adam Strange. I have not. I'll confess, I have not finished the very end of season two of Krypton. Ooh, I have not. I know I've missed all the good stuff because I think Doomsday shows up. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so I need I need to finish the very end. I watched most of it, and then uh, I, there I I lost it at some point. Um, so I'll have to go back and uh, finish that. That's good to know about Adam Strange. Um, uh, I also uh, just wanted to put this up here. The, the chat's loving your hair. Calvin. Oh,
0: why? Thank you. I actually <laughs> I actually just went to get my hair done literally today, which is why it looks so good. I was like. Thank you for noticing, though. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <laughs> just, refreshed it a bit. <laughs> just wanted to put that up there, uh, and then also Lingan Barry says Tina Fey was in what now? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, she uh, is. Is what I remember hearing was that she told a story about. How, I think it was when she was young. I think like it was a, when like she was young. Yeah, uh, she was outside playing, and somebody came past her with a knife and like cut her face.
0: Yeah, I, I think, I think it's that was, like a random attack. I think it was in her book. I think that was in Bossy, Bossy Pants, Pants, if I remember be. right. But yeah, yeah. So, so
1: not crazy. all not all people with scars are villains.
0: <laughs> some, <just laughs> some of them are teen- Tina Fey. <laughs> some of American them are really funny. Heart, Tina Fey.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see if there are any other uh, questions or comments in here. Uh, just for anybody interested in the Hawkman people, uh, Mind the Gap says if I was to recommend any Hawkman comics, it would be the series written by Robert Vendetti. So Ooh. if you're interested in the Hawk people, check those out.
0: Um, oh, and a, a quick uh, quick sidebar, uh, last sidebar, but uh, Rachel in the chat says Doomsday uh, shows up in Krypton, was played by Saznare. Probably a lot better than his time as William. Probably Dang. a little bit more exciting for him to play. <laughs> Not as much uh, baking. We don't think. <laughs> what if it was like this, this version of Doomsday is new and gritty and bakes. <laughs> no soggy bottoms here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so
1: uh, that would be such a good take on doomsday i would really be interested normally he's like a like a non-thinking just monster like it doesn't like have any brain uh but if he was like
0: uh you know taking recipes and and (laughs) what if he's just like an excellent baker i I, listen i know that guy just destroyed metropolis but have you had these cinnamon rolls (laughs) He's does, really talented. He's got a talent. That's all does, I'm saying. Does that doomsday also have a Canadian girlfriend? I'm sure he does. <laughs> you, you, haven't, you haven't seen her because she's been so busy lately. <laughs> she's so busy in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> but she's so real.
1: <laughs> um. Uh, we do have another question uh, about Adam Strange. Uh, how do you feel about his wife and daughter in this showcase? So, Morgan, were you... Uh, in terms of uh, Adam Strange's storyline, were you uh, like cheering for him to get back home? How did you feel about his his story with his backstory and then sort of uh, feeding it into the present?
0: Yeah, I just feel like there probably wasn't enough of that backstory for me to get like emotionally involved. Like the first time we see her, his wife, she's literally just dying. She's just like full dying. Like she has like one line of dialogue and it's like, I'm dying. Uh he's like, Hey, do you want to tell me like where our daughter is? And oh, she's already dead. <laughs> oh, she can't do that now. Um uh, <laughs> we don't even see the daughter except in pictures and like a little hologram at one point. Which which he pulls up just
1: by touching his glove, which I thought was weird. It wasn't like a button or anything. No, he just
0: touched his glove. Just like, <laughs> um, yeah. So like I I I wanted him to get back to his daughter, uh, and it was a bummer about his wife, but, like, I can't say that, like, I I felt an emotional connection. I was just like, oh, yeah, another another wife getting fridge. So he has some like, you know, some pain to feel, uh, in the rest of his story, but it really didn't like, I didn't even know what planet he was on again, because I had no background in Adam strange. I wasn't bringing any like baggage of, Hey, like that's his, you know, his love interest that is always in the, you know, that he's always with, or that's his daughter from the comics or from, you know, some other show. I was just like, Oh, that lady's dead. Uh, And I didn't even know what planet they were on. So uh, coming in without any Adam Strange backstory and knowledge, I feel like they did kind of expect you to know and like be emotionally connected to like, oh, my God, it's his planet is destroyed. And like, you know, his planet, right? And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that seems par for the course for the tomorrow wasn't even sure if that was earth or not to be honest i was like <laughs> wait a minute it, it like you see people walking down the street and the next thing you see is like things are blowing up and i was just like not even clear on where we were in space and time in this short uh for half the time so i wish i could say yes that was an affecting story uh And I wanted him to get to his daughter, although she is probably pretty grown by now, um, by the time he finally catches that Zeta beam. But, uh, but I, yeah, I, I don't feel like there was a lot of legwork done to get me there. And in 15 minutes, to be fair, I mean, there wasn't a lot of time to do that.
1: Yeah. They didn't have a lot of time to really get into some of the details, but I think I agree with you. If If that place was Ron or ran that other uh, sort of futuristic looking location, I think they should have identified that location because they identified where he was in the mining colony. They said it was in deep yeah. space sector two four six zero one in Eden Core uh, Mining co- Colony number seventy five. Yeah, so they could have yeah. identified that other. And I I agree with you also that that could have. Now you can uh, surmise what the time is based on his beard. That the <laughs> beard, the the beard, he seems and all of his hair, he's, He seems yeah. older. So you can kind of get that he's a younger guy in that sort of futuristic-looking place, but at the same time, I think it would have helped with, uh, with kind of following along if they had identified the location in the time period. I agree with that. I think that's a fair critique. Um, I guess, uh, what did you think about how he... Um, Uh, is sort of i don't know if he's an outcast but the people in this colony don't seem to like him very much and i guess he does his job i guess he's out there mining and helping them but he seems to be doing just a lot of math while he's
0: there (laughs) (laughs) yeah he doesn't seem to be working very much does he like that's kind of a big thing for me (laughs) He's, he's he's just kind of uh he's just kind of chilling he doesn't seem to be uh doing a lot of work
1: and I guess uh in his defense he does come through when they need him. I don't know that that's, he's
0: that's he's true.
1: contributing
0: to the actual purpose of I, I don't the know family. that he's doing like a lot of mining if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh he he does kind of come through in a pinch when when you, just when you need him. So, I mean, maybe that's great. Like it's uh, probably nice to have him around. <laughs>
1: I did think it was pretty heroic that he came uh, uh, just in time to save those people. He he dug out all of his his old Adam Strange stuff, his jetpack, his ray gun, all those things, and he did save the day. Uh, fighting these creatures that come out of the the mine, they looked like a combination of like metal insects or something. I wasn't really sure what they were, uh, but they definitely. Caused a lot of carnage. People uh, definitely died in this attack. So oh yeah, uh, if he had not been there, they were going to fight these things off with baseball bats, which I don't think would have been very effective. So I think it was uh, good that he showed up. So I think he did get some heroic moments in there. He couldn't save his wife. He didn't know where his daughter is. So at least he saved these uh, these people who didn't seem to like him all that much. And then I think after he saved their lives... It was uh, all good, and they they seemed to get along with each other. Um, So I thought that that was uh, actually at least a good, uh, even if you only had about 10, 15 minutes, at least that was something of a sort of a heroic character journey for him. He's in this place he didn't ask to be in, and so he's having to figure out how to do it how to like uh, navigate his way around this place and with these people. And then he ends up saving them. And then uh, by the end of it, he hops on another Zeta beam to where we don't know. Um, Who knows? So, <laughs> so I, I thought it, of- it at least kind of, I, I think gave him something of a, like a character journey.
0: That was sort of also my, question which is why would he think that the zeta beam would have taken him back necessarily to like his to ron i guess like because i guess based on what happened originally he was on earth uh, the zeta beam comes and then he ends up on ron and then the Hawk people attack and then the zeta beam comes again for some reason and then he ends up in this mining colony so the Zeta Beam doesn't, like, seem to return him to places. So what made him think that the Zeta Beam was going to take him back, I guess?
1: Yeah, that's my confusion about the Zeta Beam, is that I, I from what I understood about my, you know, uh, extensive research on DC Fandom Wiki, is that it seemed like it would transport him back and forth between Earth and Ron. So, it seems like that's a more dependable thing. It's like you're catching a, a train that goes to two places. And so, like, if it comes to get you, it's taking you home. And then if you're home, it comes to ta- get you and it takes you to Ron. So I that I assume that's what it was doing was that it was going back and forth. But the, the colony, uh, the mining colony, I don't think was Earth.
0: Yeah, no, it, it did in not space. seem that way. So it's not like, it doesn't seem like the Zeta Beam is just going back and forth between two locations. So what makes him think that this is taking him back home to his daughter and not to just some brand new planet? What if it's like the pond on the way home? Oh, my God. It takes him where he needs to be so he can destroy <laughs> his own timeline. <laughs>
1: and uh, and uh, ruin all of his family tree.
0: Yeah, There's so many a- more people in his family he can kill. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall for the pond. <laughs> Stop <laughs> jumping in that pond. Don't jump in that pond. It's not all fun. Nineties. <laughs> Sometimes you kill your dad. Uh, so I maybe, need to catch up with the way
1: home season. Yeah. Too. I'm a little behind too. I'm going to catch up on the rest of it. Um, but maybe, maybe it uh, has a mind of its own. Uh, maybe the Zeta beam just takes him where he he needs to be at that certain point in time.
0: Okay, I, bu- I buy that. I buy that. And he's hoping that where it thinks it should, he should be is back, right? <laughs> not like on a desert planet this
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to your point, I can see why that would be really frustrating for him. If he, do, but does he have to go in the Zeta Beam? That was a question I had. Can he just say, "I don't want to do it"?
0: Yeah, can he just like walk away and be like, no, thank you, Zeta Beam? I guess now it was- is not a good time for me. Because it I- didn't seem like he could do that on Ron, honestly. Is it because
1: he had the jetpack on? Because that little thing would like yeah, blink the and pack- it was like it was like making noises.
0: The jetpack did like light up.
1: Like telling him the Zeta was- beam was coming. Yeah,
0: like it was telling him that. Yeah. What yeah, what's the situation with the jetpack? Like, um, did he make that himself? Or did he get that? Or oh
1: I did also find that somewhere in Ooh, the nice. DC <laughs> wiki. <laughs> that um, was a
0: that was an also a question of mine. It was like, oh, what 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 is his powers exactly? Is it like a suit based power where like he made his own jetpack? Or none of this is explained. Independent in the,
1: powers <laughs> in in the short. By the way, no, when- they
0: expect you to come in knowing that or. They don't care whether you ever find out.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, this just says it's a dual engine rocket attached to a harness that is worn uh, on Adam Strange's back. It's capable of atmospheric flight and enables uh, Adam Strange to fly at quick speeds. Blah blah blah. Uh, his family uses a similar jetpack. I guess all the Stranges have jetpacks. Um, it's Ronian. So it's it's not an Earth jetpack that he got okay. from his uh, archaeology days. So it's an alien technology, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought I wondered if he if he could take that jetpack off with it because I assumed that the lighting up of the jetpack with the the noise was almost like a GPS device. So was the Zeta beam coming to where the jetpack was? Was my question. So, if he took the jetpack off and like tossed it somewhere, Ooh. would he be able to avoid the?
0: That's a good question. The then it's like, why didn't he try to do that on Ron before when his he, wife he, died? He, and he was like yeah. holding his dead he, wife's body. Yeah, he was like, I will find our daughter. Oh man, <laughs> the Zeta Beam is here. Come on, the not Zeta now. Beam. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he didn't think about it at the the time. Uh, Tevi in the chat says uh, maybe the Zeta Beam follows him. Yeah, I oh, it, maybe it seemed to uh, it seemed to be insinuating that the jetpack was like a GPS device that the Zeta Beam was coming for him. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Hopefully he's now in a, a better situation. Maybe the. Um, the mining colony was just a step in his uh, journey as he tries to find his daughter. I don't know if we'll see that in the tomorrow verse that he reconnects with her. Um, my, my biggest question for you, Morgan, in uh, evaluating or reviewing this as a, as a piece of art, yeah. we shall say, um, what do you think is the value in creating a short like this? Because to your point, it doesn't really give us a lot of backstory in the character. It doesn't really help us understand who he is. Uh, but what do you think is, uh, is the purpose in releasing something like this?
0: Yeah, I, I, this is a great question. Um, because I kind of also was asking myself, <laughs> who is this for? Because uh, it wasn't <laughs> for me to introduce me to Adam Strange. It wasn't interested in doing that at all. Um, so, I guess either either this particular story connects to a larger story. Like another, the Green Lantern movie. Like, a, like the Green Lantern movie. Um, and so, they wanted to release it as like a bridge for some backstory. Or it's like a love letter to the Adam Strange super fans who might find this um, to be a good, like, little one-off story for the character. Other than that, I don't really know. I would think that if you're doing a short and it's, like, not a Batman or a Superman, uh, you know, like, a character that a lot of people know, it's sort of more of a, like, a deep cut, you'd want to introduce them to the character and, like, what he's all about and what his, like, vibe is. And uh, instead not just kind of drop them in and just kind of hope for the best from them. Um, and I think that maybe sometimes DC just kind of assumes that we all have encyclopedic knowledge that we don't have. <laughs> I feel like even among people who like comics and like superheroes, you've got your blind spots. you got your characters you don't know that much about. And especially if the character isn't one of the big ones, you should assume that, that blind spot is bigger than, you know, maybe it even is. Um, so I have to assume it, it connects to the Green Lantern movie. Cause that's to me is the only way that it makes sense to, to do this uh, in the way that they did it.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that, that it makes more sense if it's connecting to another movie Uh, than it is just to introduce you to the world of Adam Strange. Because I personally would be way more interested in him as an archaeologist. And then discovering Ron. And then, uh, oh, they have jetpacks and ray guns. Cool. I would be really into that.
0: I don't want a backseat quarterback on this 15-minute short that who knows how long they had to like really put it together. yeah But it does feel like, one minute of screen time to exposition dump at the beginning of this, which, like, you could just, like... And it's visual, so you could just show him on Earth, like, doing his, like, archaeology thing, like, looking up, uh uh-oh, there's the Zeta Beam. Now he's on Ron, like, maybe he's like, oh, like that, and, like, somebody hands him a jetpack, and he's like, eh, and then he, like, looks at his wife, and he, like, winks at her, and she, like, winks at him, and then she blows up, right? (laughs) There, I've I've done, um, I've done, like, a minute of exposition to get me to, like, the beginning of the story. But then I I would at least, like, understand who this dude is, like, what his powers are, why he's so sad that, like, his fun winking wife is dead. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I feel like you could really do, like, a quick economy of storytelling to get us up to speed on, like, who the character is instead of just assuming that we know already and just diving right in and, like, not caring if we're confused if we don't know already.
1: Yeah, I wish they had used some of the mining colony scenes to help us understand him a little more. They really didn't, and and maybe they felt like they didn't have a lot of time, but it seemed like they could have used that main mining guy to ask him questions or talk to him about his past or something, just to give us a little bit more about him. But uh, that, I guess, was not the purpose of this for us to really dive deep into who adam strange is as a person so i i guess they did for what the purpose maybe is in in terms of being a bridge to another movie i think it probably accomplishes that but i don't think we can make or at least i can't i can't speak for you morgan but maybe i can't make a judgment on that until we see how it maybe connects Later on down the road, so I guess we'll yeah. hold uh some judgment.
0: We will hold off on, ju- yeah. I think if it's supposed to be like some n- either need it or like need it backstory for the character before he shows up in the Green Lantern movie, or just like some additional flavor to the character before he shows up in the Green Lantern movie, I think then. I could kind of look back and go, okay, like I had a lot of questions, but it did make the Green Lantern viewing experience like richer or something. But without having seen the Green Lantern movie and just watching this on its... I will say that I don't think that this short stands on its own. I think that if you just watch this and then did not continue on or watch anything else, you would just be like, I don't really know anything about that character still. You can
1: make... I think you can make assumptions about some things. Like you know who his wife is. You know who his daughter is. Or at least like you kind of get glimpses of them. And then I guess you can understand that he's got these special things, these pieces of equipment, and he's trying to get to find his daughter. I guess he has a character journey and it goes from Zeta Beam to Zeta Beam. So I guess in that it sort of bookends itself. But, uh, But I think there are so many questions for you if you do not know anything about Adam strange. And if this is supposed to be an introduction to the character, I don't think it does its job, um,
0: but no, if, it if left that's me with not way more intent, questions. Yeah. It left me with way more questions than, uh, than anything else about the character that I felt weren't answered.
1: <laughs> and if that's not the intent and their intent was just to be a bridge to another movie, then that could hold up but in terms of being a, a a thing that you can watch to learn more about the character it it it's it's very difficult but i thought it was done pretty well i mean the animation i thought was good um uh you know the the way it sort of went back and forth was pretty good. I felt even though I could have used those uh, identification uh, in terms of where it was and when it was, I could have, could have used that. But I think it, it I understood kind of the transition of everything. So I think for the most part, it was done well. I just uh, I, I, I wish I knew the uh, intent behind it. So we'll see if we um, if we get there and get an answer to that. Um, although mind the gap in the chat says the shorts were originally made to make up for lack of special features. They were then cl- uh, collected in Superman Shazam return of black Adam death, death in the family and house of mystery as headlines. Huh? So that's interesting. It is hmm. interesting that it's not on the blu-ray for the green lantern movie. It's on the justice league, dark apocalypse war blu-ray. So, uh, if it had been me, I would have put it on the special feature of the movie that it was connected to uh, versus just another movie that was there.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. It's a little, again, it's another kind of a weird choice. Uh, You would think that if it ties in like to the, um, the, the Green Lantern movie, that that's what, where the short would be.
1: Yeah, that's what I would say. Is I, I think it makes more sense to be in the Green Lantern uh, Blu-ray special features. So that is very interesting. Well, um, I guess, uh, last question I'll ask you, Morgan. Would you want to learn more about Adam Strange?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I'm not, like, opposed to learning more about Adam <laughs> Strange. I I don't feel like I came out of this one thinking, like, what a, what a fascinating character. Like I need to, I need to know more, but I also didn't come out of it being like, ugh, boring. Uh, so I kind of feel like somewhere in the middle, they didn't do enough to make me, uh, like start Googling, you know, Adam strange backstory and where else I could find the character. Um, so I guess in that way, but that didn't seem like it was what they wanted me to do anyway. Like, they seem like they kind of didn't care. Um, but I'm, kind of excited that he's going to pop up in something else. So I guess in that way, uh, that was successful.
1: I I think uh, the short didn't get me to this place, but uh, doing uh, some uh, uh, internet searching about him and learning that he was an archeologist makes me want to learn more about Adam strange for sure. And uh, I believe a friend of the pod, Tom King has written some uh, Adam strange. So Maybe that will be my next uh, venture into Adam Strange.
0: Uh, Mind the Gap says, Tom King wrote an Adam Strange series called Strange Adventures. It was not flattering, uh, but it seems to be a favorite of James Gunn, though. So perhaps, uh, perhaps Adam Strange will pop up at some point in some of the new DC stuff. I would be curious as to why it was not flattering. I, yeah, I am also curious about this. Don't, no spoilers, Mm. but now. Maybe he was drinking again, hitting the bottle. Oh, yes, maybe so. Maybe he's. (laughs) Not uh, doing his mining work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Drinking and mathing is not a good combination. That's. It uh,
0: doesn't, it it hasn't been for me, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe if, if uh, Adam Strange gets really drunk, that's when he understands mathematics more clearly (laughs) he's like "Ah, i see it all now
0: (laughs) (laughs) his genius comes alive
1: would not not recommend it though um okay well i think uh that's going to take us out of our discussion of dc showcase adam strange but uh morgan we have some uh adam strange related snap judgments would you like to make them Of course. Okay. In the game of snap judgments, each person is presented with two options, but must only choose one. First instincts are recommended and explanations are unnecessary.
0: While waiting on the zeta beam, would you rather work as a minor or solve mathematical equations? (laughs) So this is presuming that I'm good at Mm -hmm. math. This is a race to the bottom for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, a, I don't think I have the physicality to be a minor. Also, I think I would have a little bit of claustrophobia being in a mine. Oh, for sure. I don't think I could do it. So I seems think, bad. I, I think I would just, if I don't have to get the mathematical equations correct, <laughs> then I think I could just guess at math. I think that's, that's what I would do. That seems safer. I,
0: I think I would also do the math. I don't know that I would do it right or well. No, oh no, I almost certainly wouldn't. But <laughs> I know that I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a miner. I, I can't. I can't have that. I'm. I have no upper body strength, nope. and I feel like that's sort of important for mining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you gotta.
1: You gotta wield the the, the axe. Or I don't the like thing. tight
0: spaces. I don't like to be close to other people. <laughs> I don't, I don't really like the dark. So all of these things are going to work against me in a mind situation. Meanwhile, while I'm mom doing the math, it, it's going to be wrong anyway. So it doesn't really matter. And I can just kind of chill out between, you know, put on some good music and, <laughs> sit and look at the whiteboard and just kind of think a little bit. you can have beautiful
1: minded all day. Exactly. and You could be totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I got it. It's
0: just like, it's just squiggles on the board at the end.
1: I like it. I think
0: that sounds great. I think we figured it out. Okay. If you were attacked by uh, Thanagarians. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Okay. If you were attacked by Thanagarians and can only add one of Adam Strange's pieces of equipment to your arsenal, do you pick his jetpack or his ray gun? (sighs) This
1: is tough because the ray gun is probably more useful with the
0: jetpack. But they are a winged-based foe. Oh, true. Is but if thing.
1: you had a jetpack and you could fly with them, but you couldn't like but you could shoot them.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I mean,
1: I'm going what for the with jet- I think I'm gonna go for the jetpack. Cause at least the jetpack you can fly away, maybe you could get that's, like use it as an
0: escape. That's true. That's true. Hmm. I think I'm also going to do jetpack just, just because the Hawk people, they're already up there. They already got the advantage of, yeah. of the height. Yeah. And so, I mean, you want to probably fight them on their own level. So I, I gotta get, I maybe I'll grab like a, I don't know, like a big rock or something before I shoot up. But, uh, but yeah, I feel like it's, it's going to be easier to fight them from the sky than from below just going pew pew, but then they can just kind of fly out of your way.
1: Maybe you could uh, use a jetpack to fly up to where they are and then have a peace talk. And yeah, you don't have to true. fight them at all.
0: You just fly up there, you're like, you just guys. Friends. We all fly here, right? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? I'm we one doing? Of you. <laughs> <laughs> We're all pals here. Look at us. up in the air. <laughs> I'm sure that would work.
1: <laughs> no judgments. On your snap judgments, okay, and we also have uh, some uh, feedback. So we got an email from Mark who writes, "quote I have a couple of thoughts on your Crisis on Infinite Earths: Tomorrowverse Edition episode." First, that Superman, Wonder Woman appearing. Uh, We had a question about that. That was kind of a weird thing that happened in that version of Crisis. Uh, Mark says, I wonder if those are supposed to be the Clark and Diana from the prior movie Universe, the one that ended with the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. We don't know about that, so uh, mm, I don't I've know. I've seen that. Although oh, I do no, have, we these, have
0: more homework.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do have this Blu-ray, though, so I'll have to check oh. that out. Uh, Mark says, the reason I think that is because that romantic pairing primarily comes out of the New 52, and that prior universe was based on that era of the comics, to the point that Diana wore pants instead of her classic outfit until the very last movie. Second, Mark writes regarding a Supergirl not dying in the CW crisis. Did Tyler Superman really merit our Kara sacrificing herself to save him? That's a <laughs> valid. That's a valid question, though. Mark. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, Mark says, uh, "I don't think so. At least, not that pre-Superman and Lois version. Although, if she had died, it would have spared us seasons five and six, and there never would have been any lizard people. Uh, but you know
0: who else there spare. wouldn't have been? Mark <laughs> Ramakan." I mean, where would we be? Where would we be without (laughs) (laughs) Ramacan?
1: Mark continues on. Third, regarding the Spectre, there was a post-crisis issue of Secret Origins that did, in fact, set him up as the incarnation of the wrath of God. According to that issue, as I remember, and we all know that DC would never, ever, ever change this stuff, (laughs) it was the specter that did things like open the spigots for Noah's flood, rain fire down on Sodom and Gomorrah, and slay the firstborn of the Egyptians. At the time of the nativity, he was chained up because it was inappropriate for incarnations of God's vengeance and his divine mercy and forgiveness, i.e. Jesus, to walk the earth at the same time. Then, after Jesus ascended, the specter was freed uh, but from then on, he required a human host. Uh, and Mark ends, uh, which uh, I, I shouldn't skip over. All of that—that's <laughs> some pretty serious stuff. There's
0: uh, that's some. That's some wild. That's some wild stuff. They were like, listen, We're gonna go. We're gonna go straight biblical on this. We're just gonna rewrite the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what? No our issues there. Is? <laughs> It's the Bible. And we're gonna we're gonna directly be like, he took a he took a little break while Jesus was Jesusing. And then, and then he came back at the end. Like, what? What? People uh, people were running out of ideas at some point is what I'm getting.
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to check this out about the Spectre. Now, I'm very curious as to how this uh works. Uh, Wild. So, <laughs> so thank you, Mark. And Mark, if you do have uh, specific issues that I can read of this, I would be <laughs> very curious. Uh Mark ends his email saying, uh, I'm looking forward to your covering of the Tomorrowverse. When you get to War World, which we haven't yet, I'll write again because they include a character in there that I really thought would have been perfect to show up on Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> so we'll have to uh, talk about that when we get there because uh, I think that's a further on down the journey through the verse. <laughs> but uh, thank you for writing in, Mark, and sharing your thoughts on that. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Super Radio. So I'm just going to uh, run down some plugs, and we'll uh, we'll wrap this up. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on X and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. And if you like what we do, we encourage you to give us a rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. That would help us out a lot. Uh, Supergirl Radio is part of the DC TV podcast and Multiverse of Color Networks uh, that you can check out. Uh, You can also uh, join us live. If you don't normally hang out with us on Tuesdays, you can do that. You can hang out with us as we go live and wired on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on the DC TV podcast YouTube channel. And the Supergirl Radio Facebook page, DC TV Podcast also has a T Public Store. So if you are in need of new DC TV or just DC related uh, stuff in general, uh, we've got T-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, onesies, mugs, notebooks, pillows, or stickers. If you're a big a fan of stickers, I know people like to put them on their laptops and things. Uh, you can go to SupergirlRadio.com and click on the T Public Store link at the top of the page.
0: Ooh, and since we're since we watched DC Showcase Adam Strange feature, uh, and it featured Thanagarians, we have some Hawkman and Hawk Girl designs in the DC TV podcast T Public store that we'd love to suggest. Now we don't agree with them say destroying a planet or anything, (laughs) but I mean, remember how Hawk Girl used to be a barista? Very important. Get her on a coffee mug.
1: Uh, that was unintentional uh, by me to <laughs> but create a graphic. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you could get hot girl on a coffee mug if you so choose to do that. And we highly recommend that you do. Uh, If you would like to support uh, the Supergirl Radio Patreon and become a legion of super sponsors, uh, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash supergirlradio. Uh, These people support the Supergirl Radio Patreon, Michael, Anne-Marie, Yvonne, Nicola, Abby, Miriam, Nicole, Brian, Ethan, Danny, Majuba, Zachary, Annie, and Rachel. So thank you all for doing that. And uh, you can uh, become a legion of super sponsor by checking out the Supergirl Radio Patreon. And if you want to follow me on the interwebs, you can find me on Instagram at the Derby Kid. I'm also on the social media platform, Vero. Uh, uh, the platform, uh, the social media platform, a lot of words. Uh, <laughs> the, the platform is actually called Vero True Social if you want to check it out. I am at Derby Kid over there. I share what I'm watching, what I'm reading. If I actually sit down and get to read something, if I'm listening to a certain kind of music, uh, I will post about it there. So it's cool to see what everybody is looking at. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel that you can find at youtube.com slash duckmilkprod. I'm doing some interviews with some uh, fellow fans to talk about uh, the Snyderverse and some of the DC movies. Which is pretty cool. So I'll be releasing those uh, coming up. I also have a travel blog that I need to catch up on uh, called Oasis Broom. So you can find that on all social media platforms and YouTube. Uh, So if you want to check those out, uh, feel free to do so.
0: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mojotastic. And you can also find me as a co-host on the Legendary Ladies podcast. Where uh, this week, we, uh, last week we talked about Whiplash. With uh, Mel- uh, Melissa Benoist, so yeah. a little Supergirl connection there, and then uh, this week we're uh, we're gonna dive into the new Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, live action series so we're gonna uh, this week I think we are going to cover just the first episode uh, give you guys give all of us time to watch it uh, because it's coming out on Thursday and then uh, and then the following week I think we're gonna follow up with the rest of the season so if you're interested in that you should uh, subscribe to the Legendary Ladies podcast on all your favorite podcast subscription services you can also find us on YouTube where we post our our conversations uh, at the legendary ladies, same with uh, Instagram and uh, on, on Twitter, we are at Legends underscore podcast.
1: Uh, does that avatar have Appa?
0: I hope so. It better. <laughs> if it doesn't, if it doesn't have Appa, I riot. Appa, I'm although, sorry. Although I do kind of wonder about like what the budget is going to be for like a giant flying bison. I don't know. <laughs> really... I, don't I just, know what I just learned about Lux this are, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll would, see how he looks.
1: <laughs> I, I assume that since uh, that character did show up at Atlanta Comic Con last weekend in Atlanta, I'm, I have a feeling that that was a promotional thing for the new show. So you'll have to let me know if that... Uh, flying bison shows up i'd be very curious
0: i will keep you updated on the flying bison maybe i'll take pictures as i watch it this <laughs> and send them to you
1: that might get me to watch because i think that's a uh, it's maybe not intended to be a cute looking character but i i think he's kind of cute
0: he uh, is really cute yeah no he's
1: supposed to be cute for sure okay, okay all right okay um well that is going to do it for this episode of supergirl radio but until next time i'm store Rebecca johnson
0: And I'm still Morgan Glennon, and we hope the Zeta Beam shows up just when you need it. McGurk! I do love typing. Do not mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How <laughs> like it? Is being becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, <laughs> they say you are what you eat. Shera. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena yeah. Luthor, boardroom or ballroom, because <laughs> she looks like a boss in this coat.